Are you? Tell me. Oh, I'm toasty. I'm toasty. Yeah. You see this? <laughs> this is a this is a double rocks. This is a double rocks That's... glass rock, and then this is the rest of my yeah. bottle of Jameson. Dylan, the question was: Are you recording? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said. I thought. I thought you said. Are you ready? And I was showing you that. Yes. Yes. We I are ready. By by BS standards. Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> So welcome to Fight Boys, a show about professional and not-so-professional wrestling. I'm the Planet Fitness King, Scotty Moore. I am the man who went through six years of Reddit comments over the last three days, Blake Tanner. I'm the Lord of LA Fitness, the Dylan. <laughs> so we don't... Usually what we're about to do is reserve for the cold open where we just get to talk about whatever the fuck we want for a while. Instead, we're just going to do that for a whole hour now and reminisce about some of our favorite personal moments in the history of professional wrestling. Oh, I thought we were going to do our experiences, because I had just been going through all the stuff that oh, yeah. all of us had done. Yeah, like, um, yeah, yeah, experiences, everything. Oh, I'm definitely going to talk about some of the live shows I've been to, because I have not been to many, but they all have some interesting stories. I used to, on my phone, keep a running tally of all the shows I've been to. It's gotta be in the 50s, 60s at this point, over the past few years of just, like, random indies, Impact shows, AEW shows. Like, I've been to quite a bit. I'm at a solid dozen, and most of those were in the one-year period where uh, AEW kept running shit in Jacksonville, and I was like, I guess I'm going to this too, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Kept showing up there. Five or six. By the way, Scotty. By the way, Scotty. Uh, when tickets for Double or Nothing go on sale, uh, so they're in the in the amphitheater. There's like a seating area. Then there's where the uh, balconies start. Yeah. On the first floor, don't choose anything after the balconies. Just go up a floor. Okay. Because the 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 building is built to see the stage. Like, which is where the entrance ramp is, not the ring. Oh, that's right. I think you told us about this. And it, yes. Yeah, it's the worst. So if you have a chance between choosing there or choosing the front of the balcony on the third level, just choose the balcony on the third level. I don't care. I'll, I'll, by the way, um, Dylan. I need your help finding a, I need your help. I'm 90% sure that John Moxley is going to face Minoru Suzuki at Double or Nothing. Uh, what? Uh, How? Uh, when? Uh, 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 wrestling Jesus told me. <laughs> what? It's just a. It's just a sincere hope. God, he's, I. He's he's wrestling new, uh, Yuji Nagata. The only thing that can be more hardcore is if he fought Suzuki. Yeah. Holy shit! That can you imagine? I would I would express order a Suzuki Goon flag and just like hold it. <laughs> over the edge of it just to get the camera time. Oh, yeah, yeah, Well, I, I love how you're like, don't get the ones on the floor. When the first Double or Nothing we went to, we were on the brick wall. We <laughs> Literally were as-, as high up. By the way, still beautiful view. 
Still fully saw the whole show. If anything, saw better than some of the people on the on the floor. Yeah, easily. When you could see that fucking blood match between Dustin and Cody and get just about everything from where we were, you were good. Yeah. You were good. You were good. Uh, so when you can see hang. Uh, you can see Hangman Page, freaking uh, Buckshot Lariat. You know MJF. MJF. <laughs> You're good. So I guess that one probably is up there. But what's you guys' favorite show you ever went to? Because Double or Nothing's up there for me. You so um, it is. Oh God! So it's really close because I really liked for personal reasons, uh, the, um, Scotty, you remember the, the shitty New Japan show we went to for, like, that became Fighter Fest? Oh, yeah. That was my, that one was one of my favorites for completely separate reasons, mostly because we did running commentary for three hours <laughs> for no other reason than we were bored, and we could. Damn straight. <laughs> Just to- it was great because he was like, I don't like Jeff Cobb's hair. And I was like, don't let Jeff Cobb hear you. He will throw your car across the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> through your skull. <laughs> Jeff Cobb is a former Olympian. <laughs> he will kill us. <laughs> that man is made of bricks. Yes. He, but, uh, supernaturally strong. He's Captain America. That was because that was when uh, that was when I the only time I got to see uh, Jushin Thunder Liger. Yep. Um. Which was which was great. I got to see um, I got to see the Golden Lovers against Naito and Hiromu. Yeah. In which Naito, I thought Naito had died, and Scotty can verify this. I literally stood up from my chair and just like half screamed, "He's dead! He's dead!" <laughs> That's because they did the power bomb into a German, and I swear to God, Naito hates his neck so fucking much. Yeah. <laughs> Was it Ken- was, like, <laughs> was it Kenny or Abushi that took uh fucking Haramu's cat and fucking just It was Abushi. It was in v- It was <laughs> And V triggered that cat to help. <laughs> v triggered the cat. Yeah. No, he come the cat. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh god, fuck. I No, honestly, I want to I want to rebuy New Japan World just to rewatch that pay-per-view now. <laughs> In fact, I will when you guys get here. We'll watch it together. I would love that because, see, that's the thing about the live shows that I've been to because I've probably, I've been to a handful, maybe a little over a handful of live shows in wrestling. Um, I can only think of one, maybe two, that me and you have went to together and that's it. Well, we've gone... Impact. Remember the, remember the, remember one of the two shows we'd all been to together? Yeah, the one where, where the one where we literally all met. Um, well... Oh, that's yeah. right, yeah. There was the, there was that Impact show, um, there were, uh, two W, or there was a WWE NXT house show, um, I've been to two episodes of Raw and I think two episodes of SmackDown, um... I think so. I know you went, you were at the, uh, warrior tribute show that was they my gave us first uh live show uh, they gave us all ultimate warrior masks they were to wear terrible in paper which 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 later when you remembered that he did public speaking against you know everything uh, yes <laughs> yeah uh you know it was not I, I, mm. I shouldn't be wearing this actually so it was we're going to give you the warrior spirit award my first words if i get it was like i would like to first 
formally endorse LGBTQ rights. <laughs> <laughs> and just just to be like, I have nothing to do with the legacy this man had in his personal belief. I'd like to thank RuPaul Charles. I'd like to thank Freddie Mercury. Just a list. <laughs> Uh, so I actually, uh, because I was going to bring this up a little bit later, um, when I got some more time to talk, uh, it was, uh, the week after the Raw after WrestleMania 30. That was my first wrestling live show that I ever went to. It was that Raw. I remember it opened with that tribute to Warrior. And do you just want me to go over some of the fun bits? Uh, featured superstars. Triple H, Paige, Cesaro, John Cena was there, Paul Heyman, The Fiend. <laughs> Wait, what? What? Um, it was uh, <laughs> it was when Bray Wyatt and John Cena were doing their uh, feud, so I guess they just updated oh, it. To say The Fiend instead yeah. of Bray Wyatt? Um, Randy Orton and I Batista were still teaming at that point, and they beat the Usos via DQ, who were tag team champions. Uh, Rob Van Dam was still there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was before he had his, uh, his stem cell thing, and he put on, he was the only person I know of who put on a bad match with Cesaro. Yeah. A series mm -hmm. of them. They did. I um, remember, yeah. Oh, God, what was it? I believe that was, that was the show, like, right after Paige. Are you doing, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, as an aside, Blake, are you doing whiskey with what appears to be a Starbucks double shot? <laughs> Oh, God, absolutely not. No, this is a Dr. Pepper chaser. Equally it's bad. It's actually very nice. <laughs> no, it's very good. Whiskey and Dr. Pepper go very well as a mixer, but I prefer it as a chaser sometimes. Yeah. Uh, you were also there for, I believe, one where we were chanting Big Show sucks and Big Show stared directly at us yeah. no no we were doing the we were doing the old school big slow chants oh and he fucking he i swear he stared daggers into our hearts that was the didn't that happen at what what scotty what did we do at an impact show that they stared us down i can't remember because i mean we've only been to the one impact show and that was the one no 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 two because we went to the all, all the one together and then you and me and then my ex and your ex were there that was the same show i believe no, that was a second show, because the first one, it was when you two and your friend were there, and I randomly ran into you in line. I could have sworn that it was... Sa nope. I, I could have sworn it was the same thing, but okay. No, 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 because the second show is where, uh, is where Sandow came out in his Liberace gimmick, and we ended up on PWI. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I, <laughs> I, I do remember, and this was before any of those... It was when Sandow wasn't doing the Liberace gimmick. He was just like, I'm here. I used to work at WWE and I'm mad at them now. That gimmick. And he was very boring. Yeah, and he was wrestling for the, what was the name of the title? I think Cody held it for a while too. It was Grand, like. Grand, uh, it was called the Grand Championship. Yeah, Sandow right? was wrestling for that and uh, I booed the fuck out of him in the front row. And afterwards I went to the bar where all the Impact guys came out and Sandow came in and I said, Hey, great match, man. And he just glared at me, went, thanks, and then kept walking. He knew. He knew. Yeah, he knew who they you remember. Um, also, fun fact, my first wrestling show, um, the most Buckwild match that I think I found was Rybaxel defeating the Rhodes Brothers. <laughs> oh, speaking of, speaking of the Rhodes Brothers, um, that is also... 
because like we were always marks for Cody, even when he was Stardust. And when Stardust came out at one man, of the shows, man, did that turn around? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, we were uh, Stardust came out, and of course everyone's like, "Yay, it's Stardust!" But we are screaming our fucking heads off like maniacs because I think this wait, was wait which which version is this? The Rhodes Brothers version. The Cosmic Wasteland I version, think, or the Cosmic Kings version? I think no, it was the Rhodes Brothers. No, this was Cosmic Cos Wasteland. Was this was Cosmic? Was it? it was Cosmic Wasteland. That's why. Oh, that's a great. That's a great version. And it was right the after. Is uh, written in the stars. And it was right after his Up Up Down Down episode. <laughs> TBD. TBD. No one says the word Ewok. Not this Ewok. <laughs> Not that, that Ewok, Ewok, not dead, dead Ewok. <laughs> but uh, he came out and we cheer like fucking maniacs. And as we do, we see him run out, do his weird little scamper, look up at us and just go, yeah, they get it. <laughs> Those guys get it. I, I love being pointed out in the crowd because we are literally being the most obnoxious people sometimes, but the wrestlers like it. <laughs> My favorite Cody moment, because I've only seen two things he's done. One was the uh, when we were at uh, the Ring of Honor, was it? Supercard? Summer, Supercard, yeah, Supercard Honor, where it was him versus Jay Lethal, and Jay Lethal wore the Cody Sucks Eggs shirt. Yeah, yeah, that was a That was an okay match. The main event was the greatest main event I've ever seen. But my favorite one is I went to a live show taping for Christmas, like the Christmas live show taping, and there was all the draft like, for the Christmas match or whatever. And um, when Dalton Castle won the championship. So Dalton Castle came out in a jacket that had, like, peacock feathers for the collar, you know, wingtip shoes the whole night. Cody comes out in a... In his, this was back when he had, like, the cigar and, like, the fur coats and everything. And, and Dalton Castle takes the mic and it's just like, you look ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> And I believe that will go down in my head as one of the greatest moments ever. Uh, Actually, no. No, the greatest moment was, um, fuck, this was back before we all knew Mar Marty was a piece of shit. He got drafted to the babyface team, and they won the match. So it was like, oh, I'm so sorry, Cody, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I won! I'm so sorry, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's great and all, but this has all reminded me of, um, because we're talking about great things that we saw while at a live wrestling show. I'm thinking about the greatest thing that I didn't see at a live show. Because somebody said, oh, it's fine. They're just unveiling the title. You can go. <laughs> go get me. A, go get a drink. Go get me a drink. And it'll be fine. And I'm sitting there in fucking line. Double or nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> goddamn drink. And then I hear, and now to announce, to unveil the AEW title. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Fuck you, Blake. It's Bret Hart. I want you to know I really appreciated that Coke because that was when I was sick and that carbonation really did help me. So thank you very much. That's if it makes you feel any better, you got to see all the Battle Royal and I didn't. Yeah. Because I was buying oh, yeah. a Kenny Omega t-shirt that I later could have bought on Pro Wrestling Tees, but I really wanted to say I bought it at the first AEW pay-per-view. And then subsequently wear it to every AEW show I ever go yeah. to. Still, it's 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 the second it's the second best shirt I own 
Actually, no. Now that I think about it, the Ring of Honor Supercard is my favorite one, just because that's where I got the majority of the signatures on my uh, Bullet Club. This shirt is worth $250 in <laughs> signatures. Yeah. Shirt. By the way, COVID ruined that shirt from being completed, and I, to this day, am still angry. I was this close. I was this close to finishing it. We were this fucking close. We were this close. Because I was going to, I was going to, I like, I didn't tell you guys, I was going to cough up the $80 to go to the beach party to get Yujiro and Bad Luck Folly's signatures. Oh, I was going to cough yeah. it up. I was just going to be like, listen, guys, I'm going to go. And I was just going to go and I was going to put, hey, guys, just sign. I'll leave. I'll leave after this. Just I need your signature. I need your signature. I need your brother. I need Hikaleo's signature. I know he's here. Great. And then I was just going to leave. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Actually, in retrospect, I'm really glad Marty didn't sign it. So, <laughs> well, yeah, you got you got deniability the on that there. one. <laughs> yeah, uh, for me, it's hard to like tone down best show because like I've been to a, I went to fucking WrestleMania 30, 28, like all of them banger fucking shows. For me, I'm more like thinking about. You remember just, the one we went to? Oh, Oh. what's bad? I remember that one. I don't remember the next year because I was very drunk. And afterwards, I I barely remember the main event. And afterwards, I just remember grabbing a massive bag full of Snickers out of a uh, a little container because they were giving out Snickers because, of course, WrestleMania has to be sponsored by the snack that satisfies. And they were like, just take one. I said, Fuck you! Scooped up a hand, <laughs> just wrecked my fucking bag with it. But for me, like, I, it's the small shows, like the Ring of Honor shows that stick out the most to me before Ring of Honor popped off. Like, when you would see Ring of Honor in, like, smaller venues, like, actual bingo halls and shit like that. I don't know, man. Because, like, the Ring of Honor show I saw, like, that TV taping had some of my favorite moments because it had the best friends versus the elite. Yep. Uh, it was the best friends in Rocky versus the Elite. That's and so like, good. It was. I remember. I was like, oh, because I knew who was winning that match. And I had shit seats because there was one unnes- morbidly obese man. Yeah. In front of me, morbidly <laughs> unnecessarily. I had to switch seats with my ex, so her view was ruined. And in retrospect, she deserved it. And, uh, <laughs> I got to see everything. I love the glance. uh, And then then there was that. That was also where um, Matt Taven gave his, like, his uh, Melvin servant on top of a table. Where I was like, man, Matt Taven is great. And then they forced Matt Taven to be champion. And then I can no longer say that. See, with me, I you got to see the sermon on the table. I got to see where the, some, they bought a Cody Rhodes shirt off a guy's back and set it on fucking fire in front of the venue. While a, you also you also showed up on Dalton Castle's blog. Oh, blog yeah. Where he was like, he's got a knife. He's <laughs> Gazi. It, it, it was, it was Gazi. One of our faithful patrons bringing a knife. Knife. Uh, uh, speaking of, I that reminds way, me of. By the way, um, my resolution for 2021 is to continue to never meet that motherfucker. <laughs> uh, speaking of Gazi, you're talking about those small shows, Scotty, and that did remind me of the first time that uh, both of us went to a, a GCW show. Oh fuck um, yeah, GCW rules. with Ga- Yeah, with Gazi, and it was a fucking great night. And then we had hot chicken afterwards, and then a few months later. Maybe even a year later, we went to another one, and we had 
basically come down from day drinking and we're so finished with everything by that point yeah we left halfway through and I'm that up- first gcw show i'm upset about that by the way because that is actually the night that we left the night nick gage lost the gcw championship in the reign of uh fucking ricky shane page began i was like oh shit <laughs> so uh hey hey scott do you remember that time that you went to uh a gfw show and you cause the best friends never get booked again. <laughs> okay, I was it. I was excited because at that point, much like Dylan, I was kind of on a Bullet Club quest because I had a Bullet Club hat, which I think I may have around here somewhere still. And so I had the Bucks on it. This was before. Well, Kenny was part of it, but it was before Kenny was the leader. But I had AJ, the Bucks, I had Gallows because. If you go into uh, any wrestling venue in Georgia and trip, you will get a Luke Gallows signature. <laughs> and, and all- I still really, I really need you to meet me in Atlanta or like some other place where like I know he'll be, and I just need you to like be like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> but uh, Carl, as a matter of fact, Carl is the hardest signature to track down because I can track down AJ at a WWE show. I can track down Adam Cole at an NXT show if I really need to a year from now. But I can I will never find Carl Anderson. Yeah, that's why I went to GFW because I wanted to meet the Good Brothers because it, they were there as part of G, GFW. The best friends were there and I was a huge fan of popping hogs and talking dogs or whatever. And I said, I wonder if they'll let me do this. And I walked up and I said, "Hey guys, would it be okay if we t- popped our shirts off and tweeted a picture of us to The Rock? At which point they were elated. They were like, absolutely, fuck yes, let's do it. And so we're all popping our tops off, getting ready to tweet The Rock a picture. And the photos are great because Trent is mean mugging the entire time. Chuck is there just reveling in what's happening. And then... It's a series of four photos. It's, it's the greatest. It's the greatest four story, four photo story in history. It's us getting ready. It's us posing, and then in the background of the third one, you see fucking Jeff Jarrett walk in. And, and then the fourth photo. The fourth photo. Trent has not broken his gaze. Trent is just still mean mugging, but you see Chuck, who's never been like at this high of a company before, just turn around nervously and start hiding his shame. As he's like, hey, Mr. Jarrett, what's up? <laughs> the best part being, he is now part of probably the one of the most popular stables in all of professional wrestling. <laughs> yeah. With the most awkward promos. I still have not met him. It is one of my greatest, like, angers. Whenever I went to that ROH show, all I wanted, more than anything in the world, was like, please let me be able to meet Chuck T. Yeah. Please. (laughs) No. I I did get to right the wrong where I got to give Hangman Page the $20 that I didn't (laughs) know I had during that super card. By the way, Hangman Page is the only person where, like, I met him it was it was great because he, he this was during the hung bucks era yeah uh and he was like hold on let me post so we can get all of me in the picture <laughs> <laughs> and he was and i was like yeah man thank you so much i'm sorry like i saw you at supercard i didn't have the money so like, well god bless you like and i was like 
God bless you too, Hangman. <laughs> Hangman As- is the only person nice enough that I stopped being an atheist for five seconds. <laughs> Was that, that? He is. He is a wonderful. Actually, that reminds me. I need to go buy that Bullet Club shirt because I redid those old those old logos, and I need to either get the one with the the bandana or if they have the one with the noose. Because I remember I asked him that at Supercard. I was like. So does the TSA give you shit for just having some random rope in your carry-on? <laughs> he was like, I undo the noose before I put it on. I was like, okay, good. That, that's that got to be questionable. <laughs> that's was that the same show where you and I both requested the Adam Cole from the Young Bucks? Uh, the one where I missed it? Yes. Wait, uh, what? The one, the one, no, that was the one where I didn't pay pay. Page the one the live show was the one where I got Page and I got Omega because Kenny Omega looked t- jet lagged as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I have I have that sing- actually I have it right here. The uh, this is this is the Kenny Omega nice signed uh, that I need to have framed because that's one of my most precious possessions. Um, but yeah, that was where I got those two. But yeah, no, that was the one where. I uh, I apparently was the first person ever to request the Adam Cole, yeah, like, Bucks kissing me on each side, which is honestly where the most like evil photo of me in in history comes from. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. And then of course I had to steal your thunder and get one as well when we went to Supercard of Honor. Do you guys have? And I, I probably not with Blake because you're a shy boy, Blake, when it comes to public. Um, yes. I, I, uh, the- hold on, Scott, Scott, hold on, I need to, no, while you're talking, I need to look up, I forget, I forget if Supercard, Supercard is where I met Cody Rhodes, but I forget if that's the one where I looked, like, I was, um, trying to one-up Cody Rhodes during the photo. Probably. <laughs> uh, no, um, do you have a favorite chant you can remember st- uh, starting? Because, like, I've got a few in the barrel of oh. chants I remember. <laughs> Now, I thought you were talking about meeting wrestlers, because when it comes to meeting wrestlers, it, the even the thought fills me with so much anxiety of meeting a new person that I enjoy their performance every week to week that I immediately turn into a small ball of bones. <laughs> um, but no, Chance, actually, I fucking love just doing random fucking Chance until some of them catch on. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have any off the top of my head. Um, because most of it is just, like, basically heckling during a big moment or something. Yeah. But anything that does get a wrestler to, like, point us out is good. Like, that big show moment that you mentioned, or Stardust. Um, um, with me, a personal favorite of mine was during, I got to see Ring of Honor at the 2300 Arena. So I got to see Ring of Honor in the ECW Arena. And... At one point during the show, I don't know if a light went out or if, like, a streamer had gotten stuck up there and they had to get it down before the lights would catch it on fire. But it was during the peak of a certain stable in the WWE getting shoved down our throats uh, that we eventually came to love, but at the time we all hated. And they sent out, and of course, you know, Ring of Honor, they don't employ, like, normal people. It's just all trainees so a very jacked black man sets up the ladder while two more agile black men climb up the ladder to go get this the uh, streamer down during which i began 
New Day Rocks! New Day Rocks! And the whole ECW arena erupted in New Day Rocks chants. And the fucking guys pulling down the streamers started to clap and dance along to it. I also just realized I have some fucking... My mom... My mom printed out a bunch of my pictures of me with wrestlers. So I'm just going through those now. And um, I forgot I got to meet this man. I forgot that this man came up to me before I told him I was going to ruin the business forever by starting a podcast about <laughs> professional wrestling, motherfucker. God damn uh, it. I just realized that my only picture of me with Kenny Omega is with my ex. Hey, that's what the crop feature's for, baby. Crop No, 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 like, she has it. Oh, no! Oh, oh damn. Um, it's Scotty, okay. do you do you remember when I one day fatally pointed out your f- flaw with taking pictures? It's not really a flaw, but it is the thing that you do every single time, like, Triple H pointing. It fucked me up so bad that I tried to find something new. Because it was a thumbs up, wasn't it? Was it a no, thumbs up? No, it's just, it's just a fist. That the original one, like you just have your fist pulled up, like oh, this. By the way, do you do you guys have a? I'm so sorry. Do you guys have a favorite non wrestling show event? Because uh, mine will always be Joey Janela's uh, breakfast. Oh, the breakfast, breakfast, the breakfast with Joey Janela. Champions. Yeah, that will it, always be the greatest <laughs> two hours of my life because it had it had everything it had it had clearly hung over joey janela somehow beating all of us to the venue drinking orange juice being somehow more sober than all of us put together uh it had, Marco, enzo amore. it had it had yeah he he called enzo amore as a fake neighbor Prove that Enzo Mori is a great neighbor who will give you the plunger off his back if your toilet is backed up. Uh, both of the stunt brothers were there. Nick Gage randomly showed up, kicked the younger stunt brother off the stage because he didn't right. have enough clout in the business. Nick Gage has a murder presence like Spirit Pressure in Yu Yu Hakusho. Where where we did not take a picture with Nick Gage because none of us wanted to get close to him. <laughs> also, the breakfast was also the breakfast slapped. That was a great breakfast. Good fucking we breakfast. ate most of it in awkward silence with Joey Janela. It had everything. It's like the Stefan segment from SNL. This breakfast has everything. God, that was so. We probably we spent like half an episode talking about it after we uh, after that yeah, happened. And, and, like, and if I could, I'd do it every year as an anniversary. Oh yeah. I'm so sad that Joey Janela hasn't taken off yet, and that I don't love him as much now because he gave me the best two hours of non-straight wrestling in my life. Yes, that and was I a great think day because fucking... we because we went from we went from that to recording with Mega Ran to smoking cigars with Missoula. To fucking uh, getting on a plane. Yeah. Yeah. We went to McDonald's and then got on a plane. Oh, and we Jesus. also went to a, a Tilted Kilt. So we went to a restaurant. Oh, that's right. That the only restaurants we went to when we were in Las Vegas. Because apparently that's how old we are. <laughs> Man, we, if that tells you anything. 
I'm trying to think because like I went to a few cons and like WrestleCon before WrestleMania 30 was fucking amazing. Like I met Edge, I met Roddy Piper, I met um Psycho Sid, I think was there as well. But even beyond that, like this was before like Scottish wrestling had popped off and I met a Scottish guy and how all I knew was Grado. So I was like, Grado? He goes, I fucking love Grado. Grado's amazing. And then <laughs> And then... Oh, you met Grado? No, oh, I did meet Grado later. This was at uh, uh, WrestleCon before Grado could afford to, like, come over. But uh, it didn't stop, however, a full Scottish bagpipe band from entering the WrestleCon venue surrounding Colt Cabana and playing Madonna's Like a Prayer as loud as they could. It was great. Without a doubt, the greatest thing ever. So, like, yeah, I'm glad we didn't go to WrestleMania and, all like, all those shows this year, because while they were good, it sounds like a bit of a clusterfuck. But, like, so regardless of where WrestleMania is la next year, like, we're all saving up and going as a group, right? Oh, yeah, well, it's in Hollywood, which means, fuck yes, we're going. I love California. California. So, like, if we, if we, if we meet up with Missoula and we split costs with him, because I believe he makes more money than at least two of us combined. Um, yeah. At least until I can get a better job. I feel <laughs> like if we, we'll pay him off in cigars, it's fine. I, 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 uh, I live in Florida. I can get him some Cubans. But I feel like if we do that, we can really have a good time going to not WrestleMania and instead every other show. See, I, I miss. I, I would love that. I hold on, Scotty. Okay. Now, Dylan. Can you get us some of those Cubans before we come down to meet you? <laughs> Hold on, I need to know this. Um, so I got a week off. I'll go to Cuba, Two fine. weeks from now. I can go to Tampa and see if my place is open that's, like, run by some Cuba. I get, yeah, I can get you some, I can get you some, uh, some Churchill barber poles if you want. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, uh you just, uh, yeah, I'll pay you, I'll pay, I mean, I'll pay you for cost and... Uh, labor, fuck it. I want some of those Cubanos. But uh, also at that uh, at that WrestleCon was the time I was standing in line to meet the future SCU. Then I believe, what was it? The addiction, probably. Yep, the addiction. Yeah, it was it was post bad influence pre SCU. So uh, and we were the line was so long that we were in front of the booth for Velvet Sky, who got bored. And then proclaimed to just get out because apparently Velvet Sky loves Oreos, so fans bring her Oreos. So she just had a shit ton of Oreos and was just going down the line, feeding them to us in the line. Just like, here's one for you, and here's an Oreo for you. And I went, I will treasure this forever. And is that why... Wasn't it Velvet Sky that you had that huge, like, uh... Uh, tapestry that you used like it's a door between your living room and your kitchen no i already had it because velvet okay. <laughs> okay this just cemented it as a treasured oh, as a treasured like artifact without a doubt because like i velvet sky pre previous actions notwithstanding is an attractive woman 
And I was like, well, I will get this tapestry and where will I put it? Oh, it will be the doorway because my kitchen didn't have a door on it. So we just put it in there. And my roommate- Does your wife know about this? Uh, no, this was in college, but this was- yeah. No, no, no. That doesn't answer the question. <laughs> Does your wife know about this? Uh, no, because she lives at our house, and the and this tapestry is Blake? still at this office. Blake, <laughs> I I need you to tell her. <laughs> no, I don't think she'd believe me. <laughs> Wait, she will. I'll tell her. She'll believe me. <laughs> she's, she's met me. She, you've not reached the punchline of this yet, which is oh goody. Which is the fact your life isn't the punchline. <laughs> No, my wife is never a punchline. It's the fact- No, your wife. Oh, my- Your wife is a lovely person. I'm surprised she puts up with you and your <laughs> discount Ric Flair haircut. Um, it's the fact that my roommate knew nothing about professional wrestling and, re and refused to learn her name as Velvet Sky. So for the entire year, he just referred to her quite lovingly as Kitchen Bitch? And <laughs> that was it? <laughs> And so when I got back from WrestleMania 30, all I could do was rush it and say, you'll never guess what happened between me and Kitchen, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she fed me Oreos. Um, but no, that I, I really do miss like the Wild West vibe that indie wrestling used to have, which it still does a little bit. But like around WrestleMania 30, it was insane. There's, there's like the opposite side of this. So, um, let me tell you about the worst live event I ever went to. Uh, so right before COVID in January, I went to the New Japan show in Tampa, and it was by far the shittiest show I've ever been to in terms of quality. Yeah. Now, while I did get to see Yuji Nagata, Satoshi Kojima, and because I looked at the curtains the at the right time uh fucking uh shibata hey. and also tiger hattori before he retired and tanahashi the quality of match was so dog shit <laughs> that i felt bad spending 50 dollars to see this show oh, shit yeah. uh at the end at the end hiroshi tanahashi they had the they had the baby faces win the main event, despite the fact that the heels were the ones that spoke English. Yeah. And Hiroshi Tanahashi came out and tried to promote that New Japan would be back. Now, while he was correct, because I believe New Japan Strong is run out of the city I currently sit in. Yeah. By the way, Tom Lawler is the champion for fucking New Japan Strong. I don't know if you remember that. Holy but filthy shit. Tom Lawler is their champion. Mm-hmm. But uh, go going back to like wrestling that wasn't wrestling. One of my favorite things that I did get to do that WrestleMania 30 weekend was when Colt Cabana and Marty DeRosa just said, "We're just gonna buy a building, and we're gonna just show Ready to Rumble to a room of drunk wrestling fans and talk shit about it." Greatest two hours of my life. Greatest two hours, especially the moment in the film where J they're trying to get Jimmy King out, and he's just like, "No, I don't know nothing about no Jimmy King." At which point, Colt goes, "My name's Phil Brooks now." <laughs> it's very good. I remember that specific episode of his podcast too. Oh yeah, because I I can't remember what they did because I think they did like vignettes of um their bits before they started the movie. Oh um, yeah. It was such it, a 
buck wild weekend because it was that. Then the next morning, we ate breakfast with $5 wrestling champion Freight Train and Marty DeRosa. And me and Marty were just sitting there talking about how good biscuits and gravy was. Not Festus, just actual biscuits and gravy. But they did make you a man. They did so, make me a man. So, so, um, I think my favorite thing about our podcast is that we are somehow, like, good friends with Mega Ran. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's Despite one of the best things. Odds, despite probably being, the, like, just, like, the lowest in terms of, like, impact in his life on other things, I think Mega Ran actually legitimately likes us as people. And I can never fully explain that to people. It's like, so you know Mega Ran? Yeah, yeah, no, the nerdcore rapper. Yeah, no, pretty well known. So when we were in Las Vegas, he did a podcast with us in front of a room of literally three people (laughs) with his podcast. We had a great time. And then uh, the next year, he allowed me and my friend Scotty to sit in on his panel for his podcast to talk about fighting games and other bullshit, despite the fact that our podcast has a grand listening total of 25 people. <laughs> then he went Then he went to Wing House with us one day, and then Bubba Gump's, Bubba Gump's the next day. And it was by far the greatest two days of my life in terms of <laughs> drinking and media exposure. And, like, it's so weird to say that. By the Also, MGF insulted my friend as we walked by him inside the CEO convention center. Like, so, I always talk about how I have a very boring life. Because on a, on a day-to-day I do, but occasionally... I, like, think back about the shit I've done, and I've been like, I've had really bizarre goddamn experiences <laughs> when you say them out loud. You uh, mean, yeah, like, being that, that, welcomed into- I spent, it's, like, it's like, I spent two hours looking at ass with Mega Rand, and the whole reason we went into that wing house is because we were going, and then one of his friends is like, you know, wing house, and then, like, one of the servers turned around, and that somehow sealed the deal. <laughs> like, it's absurd if you say it in an objective context. Yep. Oh, God. I, I imagine moments like that trying to describe things like the breakfast with Joey Janela or our entire Vegas trip. Oh, you mean like, where you were? You just randomly started wearing a, ca- a captain's hat when we were in the when we were in the cigar bar of fucking uh, the not, uh, Caesar's Palace. Not just the smoking cigar Cody bar. Rose, smoking exclusively Cody <laughs> Rhodes cigars <laughs> that Missoula gave us for free for some <laughs> ungod knows reason. And then got welcomed into not the normal cigar bar, but the back part where the fancy VIPs stay. And then after we were like, we've drank a lot. I don't know if we can afford this. Missoula just saying, oh, don't worry. I got you a discount. Which was a lot of a discount. Because he covered it for us. Yeah, and then he covered part of it. Yeah, it was absurd. I've never spent less money for more of an experience than those two days. That was (laughs) absurd. I think I gave Blake $60, and that was to cover Uber. And that was really my entire contribution to that trip. Didn't I I buy your plane ticket for that one, too? You did. Yeah, (laughs) because that was... Because that was right when you got your new job and before you had to start paying your student loans back. Yeah, yeah. See, and I had six months on that bitch. With, yeah. with me. But that was also where we learned that uh, it's worth the extra $300 to not fly Spirit. 
and also not stay at Circus Circus. <laughs> it was a fine. That was a fine place. I have no problems with Circus Circus. The check for what we did. The check. Oh, the check in was horrible. Yeah. Uh, but right, for what right. we did, that's uh, only because we weren't drunk yet. If we <laughs> yes. had all had a mixed drink in that line, we would have been fine. Matter yeah. of fact, why don't they do that? They should you can. do that. You, like we just didn't think about it because we were newbies. But now we know. One of you goes to the bar, buys three cans of the biggest like like uh, Corona you can, cracks them, brings them back. You drink them in line. You talk some shit. Yeah. It's like you, it's like you're recording your own version of talking shop in line. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think of like other. We can't just go because like we did a whole episode discussing Vegas, so I don't want to focus it on. Yeah, Vegas. but that was like two years ago. People listening now don't know that. Yeah, this is great because my girlfriend's in the room and she has no idea that this happened because I have forgotten to tell her. <laughs> so she's hearing all of this with just me, not you two. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. I mean, it's gonna be a great conversation in like well, fifteen minutes. Well, also, I will say this, even though. She can't hear. You were very professional. You did go to apparently a place that you worked for to check in on them. Meanwhile, me and Blake went back. I won $200 gambling and Blake met a hooker. So, you know, you at least behaved for a bit of it. It was only because, so I work for a timeshare company. They have one out there. I work in like the mortgage administration compliance. So I was like, I have to see this place that because I do, I deal with online reviews from, like, Travelocity and shit. I was like, I have to see this place that people have been shitting on the whole time I've worked here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just have to, I just have to set foot in it. I have to say I've physically been here, and I looked around so I could come back to Orlando, look at my boss, and be like, holy shit, this place. <laughs> hey, boss, it was, I get it. It was honestly, it was worth the walk. It was worth the walk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was, I think, that was the most dedicated that was the only time I actually spent in the casino that day, yeah. too. Yeah, oh, like, oh, no, we all need to go back next year whenever they actually have it in Vegas again. And then we can actually, like, we can roll in in, like, three-piece suits and, like, you know, high roll. Oh, yeah. I want I want to do something that uh, one of my friends suggests that he really wants to do badly with uh, our friend group. Um, and that is basically find some of the most, like, ridiculous, well-dressed suits you can. Kind of better call solid, but with the uh, big Texas 10-gallon hats or whatever we can oh, find, yeah. and basically oh, yeah, cheapest... play characters. Yeah, yeah. So you, so what you do is you buy the suits that are, like, you know, you go to, uh, what is, what the fuck is the place? Men's uh, Warehouse. Men's no, Warehouse, like a, yeah. yeah. You're gonna like how you look. You buy the good fitted three-piece suits, and then you buy the cheapest hats you can buy. <laughs> the cheapest cowboy hats you can buy. You know, like Kurt Angle back in the invasion. <laughs> you buy the cheapest hats you can buy. And then you just roll with it. You play it straight face. Nobody knows what's happening. And yeah. then you just gamble like you're a Texas oil baron, and you wait to see what happens. <laughs> yep. By the uh, way, spoiler alert, you end up broke. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, that reminds me of the like that time at Vegas when I did I played blackjack, but I was too afraid to go to a table, so I played video blackjack for two hours, and I made a lot of money and lost it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, rem that, re that reminds me. Can I make bets through Mitsula? Uh, maybe? I don't know. You probably have to be there. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, we've gotten cause, way cause, off track. Because there have been so many... No, no, no. Is there been this so many still a wrestling podcast? <laughs> no, 
Yeah, you cut this part. <laughs> We've uh, cut several parts, mostly whenever we got to talking about racier subjects. <laughs> like about whenever Blake met a hooker in Las Vegas. And I believe he was $50 away from sleeping with that hooker. No, she in had another to, alternate reality. If I remember correctly, she, she had to go see going jo- to see John Wick 2. <laughs> or and three. if you had gone with her to John Wick 2, you would have gotten a blowjob while watching John Wick 2, which might have been the height of your life. <laughs> might might very well had been, uh, because uh, she you were was going with a friend. You were one movie ticket away. You were one movie taken away. I want you to know, neither of us would have held it against you. All we would have asked is that you wore the captain's hat while you watched. Yeah. You know I fucking would have. I know. I know. Because <laughs> you were already drunk then. You just got more drunk with us later. I was. That was I, was. I met her buying my freebie drink that I got from signing up as a member of Caesar's Palace. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, we have to go back now, because you're members of Caesar Palace. Did you write it under Captain Tibbs? <laughs> God, I should have. You Maybe. really should have. You really should have. Now, my favorite by the thing way, about- By the way, whenever you come down here and we go to Double or Nothing, if you don't bring a fucking Hawaiian shirt and that hat, you're not doing it right. Damn right. Oh, I have a Hawaiian version of that hat now, because the original hat is toast. Yeah, oh, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. God bless you. Um, but yes, I will absolutely do that, and I'll try to find the best Hawaiian shirt that I can. The best part about that story that I don't remember if I told or not um, is that she was talking about like how she didn't know anything about wrestling, but there was this guy yep. last the, the night before at this party up in the hotel room that was going to everybody saying, look at me, I'm the champ. You know all this big wrestling stuff? Hey, I'm the champ. And she was like, yeah, we got some we got some pictures of the uh, of his belt, and it was real nice, and she showed it to me. It was the fucking NXT championship. See, when he told me that part of the story, I was 110% Positive. Are you now drinking Yingling after drinking <laughs> whiskey? <laughs> God damn you! I, I you're God. gonna fit in but, so well in Florida. Do you want to move here? <laughs> they might give you a house for free. I'm already <laughs> halfway there. I might I might have to live in the Panhandle. <laughs> yeah, when you just get walk into Florida, they just give you a house and a bag of meth, and you're off to the races. But no, when uh, Blake... That's Nebraska. <laughs> oh, thank you. When, uh, when... Come for the meth, stay because you sold your car for meth. <laughs> when Blake told me that story, I just remember being absolutely positive she was going to turn that phone around and Blake would see a picture of Enzo Amore. <laughs> just like... <laughs> so close. We uh, were so close yet so far. I, I it was, think... it, and he had a you plunger, remember, too. You remember when we tried to... We almost tried to sneak into the uh, the merchandise hall for the... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, at Caesar's Palace. And oh. Then we thought, and then you thought you two thought better of it because I was the voice of reason. You remember how drunk we all were that I was the voice <laughs> of reason? You remember that day? Yeah. I remember how extensively we were trying to plan how to get into the vendor's hall without having a pass. And there was a lot of planning that went into it. Yeah. And then I told you to just forget it because we looked in the door and realized there was nothing of value in that hall. Yeah. I think that was also the point that we were post our live show with Mega Ran and Matt Mania and... We that was also well, the day that we were pre-drinking before the live show in the a.m., not in the late a.m. either. No, 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 because I remember pre-live show, we drank 
beer in the bottom of the what what even hotel was that was that freaking podcast in but we drank beer there for like an hour (laughs) and then and then we were like man i hope mega ran shows up (laughs) do you remember he did no wait do you remember the fact that we were also going to try to get gentleman jervis and then i just forgot to message him back to come on the show oh that was why no you left out the part where you were a dumbass oh and we left um, that part out for two years oh well during when we were at the bar do you remember those two guys that were just that we invited that didn't show up yes i remember that completely yeah Uh, okay we gotta talk about because i drank scotch and scottish ale for two hours during during early morning happy hour at whatever bar it was and I remember that we had a very nice bartender that was very understanding of the fact that she was dealing with drunk wrestling nerds for three days. <laughs> Bless her heart. Uh, we gotta talk about actual wrestling shows, because now as I went through, like, the photos, I'm remembering the Buckwild shows I went to, like the IWA Deep South Soft Core Cup, which uh, unfortunately featured Joey Ryan who somehow has now managed to become the most problematic person on that card, a card that also featured a man named Rape Face Ronnie Jenkins, who came out- And Drake, did, does it also uh, include Drake, uh, Drake Wirtz? Is he also on I that card? I don't remember if Drake was, but I remember two Chikara guys, Oleg the Usurper and Argus were there, and no one knew who the fuck they were. And I was so excited. And I remember walking in, looking at Oleg and just going, Oleg, because I'd met him in Philly when I had went up. And he just went, my friend, hello. He just ran over to me so excited. Why are you down here? I live down here. What? (laughs) And and then I got him to cut. And he had an excellent point when he asked that. And then I got him to cut a whole ass promo on Blake for why Blake wasn't there. Do you remember you remember that time that we got Ryback to cut a promo at why uh, <laughs> Chuck Taylor should follow us on Twitter? And then he still doesn't. Yeah. Um, so Oh fuck, way, I like, remember when we were planning on surprising you with that too. Yeah. Like that so, went off without a hitch. Yes. Yeah, so, so Scotty, I believe the so the best card overall that I think we went to was the super card one. Cause I remember because that was the that was the beginning of Fight Boys. Because you randomly walked up to me and my ex-wife while in line to get tickets for, like, meet and greets because I was the only person in line that you knew and you wanted to cut. Yep. With you and your father. Oh, my Yeah, God. Blake doesn't know this part. That was, that was totally how this podcast started. Yeah, that's how you got roped into this shit. No, yeah, I uh, know. It's like telling you you're adopted, right? No, no, no. No, Blake. honestly, that is par for the fucking course so hard, Dylan. You don't even understand. I am more amazed at the fact that how how that is exactly how I expected this to happen. <laughs> so so he met he met us there. Um that card, so I remember only two matches from that card. I don't even remember the wor- who the world title match was. I remember the Cody versus Jay Lethal match, and then I remember the Young Bucks versus the Hardy Brothers ladder match. Oh, Because yeah, yeah. I literally, the whole time I can only could think of one thing, which was I think the Hardy Brothers are going to die. <laughs> 
And there were several points where, like, ladders got tipped over and people fell. And, like, I really did think that the, like, the Hardy Brothers were going to die. I don't even remember what the world title matches for that card. You would have to look at... Scotty, look it up. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. It's been five years. Jesus Christ. Has- All I remember is that um, there was a match with Silas Young. And apparently they paid Bobby Fish to come from WrestleCon. He drove all the way down with his shit in a suitcase, walked in halfway through the show, went, got dressed, and confronted Silas Young after Silas Young's match. Also, I remember that uh, Adam Cole faced Marty Jan- uh No, not Marty. It was yeah, no, Marty Skrull. Yep. And could not do the uh, the reverse pile driver spot, which was hilarious because the next night we watched Roman Reigns also not be able to do that spot with the Undertaker. <laughs> In what was uh, also let, also that was part of the uh, us seeing three Scotty and I have seen or saw the Hardy brothers wrestle for three tag team championships in three months. Yeah, uh, for it, three different companies. Boy, I forgot that he was champion this recently. But it, the championship match was Dalton Castle versus Christopher Daniels. Oh, that's right. Because uh, Chris, or no, because Dolan Castle lost and everybody was upset because they thought he should have won. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, Christopher Daniels won on a uh, on an inside cradle pin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I because that was how Christopher won all his matches. He won them all by being crafty rather than being better than his opponents. Yeah, yeah. And I remember uh, that was actually like that was half the reason I walked up to you was because when we met, like we never talked up until I was like, "You want to do a podcast?" And you went, "Sure." And, uh, but you at least one point said, hey, man, Dalton Castle, he's going to be ROH champion soon. So that I was like, that's my in. I'm going to walk up to him and be like, you predicted this. Well, you knew, you knew that we needed a strong stabilizing influence for this podcast. Someone that could be the anchor, if you will. And we got so much more, including the depth of New Japan knowledge. <laughs> um, and, and a lot of unnecessary uh like historical japanese knowledge more so within after sunday i get to buy new japan world again uh also for some reason my girlfriend agreed to watch the g1 with me hell yeah nice 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 i have a reason for the first time ever i have a reason to watch all of it because it's just like here let me teach you about all of would you would you like to learn about uh the god emperor (laughs) <laughs> because you, please, I know give, you really want to. You don't actually. I, but you're I want learn you about him anyway. Yeah, I want you to meet the Quitset Cataract himself. Um, <laughs> but I, I, there was something you said in there, Dylan. You mean the G one's only a couple months away again? Yeah, it's two months away. Oh fuck! Where not, did yeah, this it starts? In, it starts in early July, goes through August. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, I know. It's just like that. It's already been a year, huh? Yeah, dude, I know, right? The only reason I'm happy about that is because I'm done with school after I write, finish writing a paper Saturday. Nice. I'm do not you have to do a, another defense? Did you tell me about that? No, 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 no. I, okay. I did the different option this time where I took two more classes and just didn't have to do that shit. Nice. I'm, um, uh, I'm now going through <laughs> these pictures of me with wrestlers and just sorting out how problematic <laughs> most of these individuals are. Oh, there's Quackenbush. Let's throw that one in the problematic pile. Uh, listen, nothing will ever beat the picture of you, me, and Blake 
across from fucking Megaran and his crew, where I'm literally looking like I'm standing on top of the two of you because I'm the tallest person in that picture by three inches. <laughs> Whose banner photo is that? Because I want it to stay there forever. It was somebody's. It was, I think it's mine. It, is it mine? It was mine for a while. It may still be Dylan's. It might be mine. It's either Mine uh -huh. is either that or it's our picture with Joey. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. God. I did just... No, no, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's my banner, and then my picture is me with, uh, with Fat Masa. <laughs> yeah. I, I did just find a great picture of me with the nature boy himself, uh, Paul Lee. You know, nature boy Paul Lee. A, a, a man who wrestled against a guy in face paint, and so me being a jackass decided to start chanting, Let's go Sting. And then they started actually doing Sting Ric Flair spots in the middle of the match. <laughs> I was like, son of a bitch. I have, I did meet old Ricky boy, but it was at the end of like a very long con. And there was like a hang out and drink with Ric Flair at the bar thing that the venue had put on. Unfortunately, the owner or the uh, owner of the company that put on this also brought Rick a giant box of shit to sign for him to sell on eBay, and Rick said, No, fuck it, I'm out! And then Rick just left and went to the bar next door. Oh, fuck yeah. And all uh, I remember... You, and then and then all you had to do was bring him some KFC, Nashville <laughs> <laughs> on hot chicken, and Crispy. he was so happy. Woo! Crispy. Woo! Tangy. Woo! 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 Honey mustard. mustard chicken. All, my, the God. only thing I remember of that night is the fact that my dad, who loves Ric Flair, went to talk to him, and Rick was just chilling in a chair, and for some reason, my dad thought it appropriate to kneel next to him as if he was talking to, like, the Godfather. <laughs> just Listen, Rick. in terms of wrestling, not that far off. Yeah. yeah. I... I love it because I can see your dad doing that so clearly in my fucking head. By the way, does your head. dad still hate me because of kayfabe? <laughs> <laughs> it's been four years. I just need to know I'm, before I'm, I see you again. I'm sure he hates you in kayfabe. Probably not in real life. I don't know. Okay, that's all that matters. There, because I, re I remember that where you you were telling me that your dad actually disliked me a year later. Because of the promos I cut against him on this show. <laughs> I mean, listen, you can't you can't hate because someone cuts good promos and you're good at promos, so fuck it. Uh, um There is one thing that I, I I had originally planned, but was so fucking it was so much that I was and there's absolutely no way because I've got a good like three or four years of my Reddit comments on oh um, live oh, yeah, threads. No, we'll do that another time. This is no, but this is this has been a fun little talk, though. Yeah, yeah. But I do want to leave us with the first comment that I made on this Reddit account six years ago in a SmackDown live thread. <clears throat> has Roman Reigns become the most polarizing man in sports entertainment now? Oh my God! What is this? <laughs> that was uh, in 2015. Oh god, no, it sounds like you're a fucking like Hold on. Would you like to would you like to hear the only one of the four posts I've ever made on Reddit and uh it has 592 karma. Oh my god. Okay. So this was after John Cena won the uh 
won the World Heavyweight Championship ladder match, I believe. Uh, okay, since John Cena is WWE World Heavyweight Championship now, and I believe he uh, can be extremely predictor, I'm going to try and predict his segment on Raw later. Raw goes live. Uh, John Cena's music hits. John salutes the crowd, then runs to the ring. Uh, he holds the belts up to the air to the roar from the children present, grabs the mic, proclaims the champ is here, talks about the overcoming the odds at Money in the Bank to become the new champion for the 15th time. Uh, by the way, this whole time Cole and the others are talking about how John Cena is now the 15-time champion and the greatest champion in WWE history. Authority's music hits. Steph and w uh, Triple H come down to the ring. Authority give backhanded compliments to Cena because this is during the time where the Authority ruined life itself <laughs> with their 15-minute promos to open the show. Always. Oh, my God. Every authority, single time. Uh, so uh, Cena attempts humorously insults the Authority, uh, likely fails. Um, Steph and Triple H one-up him with insults. It's not fucking hard <laughs> reminds him that his time is limited since rollins has the briefcase cena tells him to bring it on because lol cena wins uh triple h says goods and tells him he's either a defending the title against randy orton or b is in a handicap match against orton and uh kane cena wins main event likely with the stf uh, let's see how close I get. I hope I am way off and they're going to spice things up with the title reign with Cena, but since his main gimmick is never giving up or losing, I can't see many other ways this goes. And uh, My edit was, to those who added the spoiler tag, you're hilarious and I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fairly sure that's what happened too, wasn't it? It was, I, be I believe it was 50% accurate. <laughs> I... I really, By the way, I, I wrote that midday on that day. I was, I was legitimately upset. <laughs> I hope that that was during the days when Condren was still actively moderating Squared Circle, and he was the one that did it personally, that marked I, it as a spoiler. That's all I can hope. Yeah. That's all I can hope. I feel like the only story like I've got left, if I look back at Buckwild shit I've got to do, is the time that I flew to Chicago to interview Colt Cabana and went to a uh, show in the middle of Chicago where I got to see Colt Cabana wrestle a fucking robot and then afterwards went up and the only reason he accepted to do the interview is because he remembered my name because it's spelled with a Y-E and he just went, because he was like, no, I don't have time for that. I said, okay, well, can I just get your signature on this? Because um, he, he made like a, poster that was a comic book with him and cliff compton and he w forgot to send it to us and he sold out so he sent us his copy so i have colt cabana's original of that so i said i wanted to give this back and he goes no you keep that it's okay and i said oh okay well can i get an interview he goes no and then i said well can i get your signature it's scotty he goes how do you spell that y-e y-e Fuck it, let's, e? let's do it. And so then uh, I got to interview him, and the whole time, it was right after Sami Zayn. Wait, wait, wait. So you got to have this intimate moment, and you still had a one-year bullshit feud. <laughs> <laughs> that Scotty and I had to back. 
<laughs> for no goddamn reason. I have nothing against Colt Cabana other than the fact that I also like CM Punk. That's the only <laughs> thing I have against this man. He's a part of the Dark Order. They're my second, they're my third favorite faction in wrestling. Oh, no, no. I love Dylan, do you know that you said that you and Scotty had to back this? I just want to say, for one second on this podcast. Blake is also here, and he also had to back that feud. No, Blake, when you get real facial hair, I'll recognize you as a person. <laughs> That's never going to happen. I am literally well, Mr. Cellophane. I guess you're going to have to get used to being relegated to the background. Uh, but it's like the Shadow Realm in Yu-Gi-Oh!, no, just that's, go with it. Are you? <laughs> I'm exodiaing you. Yeah, yeah deal with it. That's already been my life. You're you're literally putting me back in the same place I've always been. I don't know well, how this. Well, you helps. know what? You get to sleep on the patio when you and Scotty get here. I was born in the shadow realm, <laughs> raised in it. All right, that this was. Uh, I didn't see. I didn't see Toon World from Pegasus until I was mad. <laughs> uh. So we that was a good bullshittery section, but next week, I think I want to start off the Pinnacle series because I've realized we can't do them all in one episode. So next week, we're going to do uh, the first half of our Pinnacle series, which is essentially what is the best of each type of match? So best of the best Hell in a Cell match, best of the best uh, uh, Extreme Rules matches, best of the best all of these different types of matches and we'll each bring one next week. We'll do like three or four. And then a few weeks later, we'll do the rest of them that we want to do. So that's what we're going okay, cool. to next. We're going to have to skip a week. Cause two weeks from now I'm taking the, I graduated graduate school for the last time week off. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. You're fair. Yeah. Uh, but that's, what's oh. going to be coming next week, ladies and gentlemen. But until then, what'd you boys learn this week? I, I learned that uh, drinking with you guys and having a good time is going to be the best part of seeing you in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Hell yeah. I will drink to that. I learned that we just did a clip show. And I learned that I've got a lot of pictures with some problematic ass wrestlers. And also one of me and Buff Bagwell's hat, which is very good. I like how you said Buff Bagwell's hat. Is Buff Bagwell not in that photo? Is it just a random person pretending to be Buff Bagwell? No, no, no. Because that's even better. No, it's Buff the stuff, and he's like, you want me to... Actually, uh, we've talked about the MJF documentary Kenny Johnson did, right? The best yeah. line in it to me is when he goes, I uh, got a picture of me with Buff. He is the stuff. He uh, let me wear his hat, which uh, felt very important. I was like, I got to wear his hat, too. I'm like MJF. <laughs> I also learned that there is so much that we still did not go over in this right. hour and I 10 minutes. So, dude, I can't wait because I know at one point on Saturday, after we're all shit faced, Scotty's going to bring out his little like phone recording thing that he did during the CEO we did. And we get a drunkenly record random. Oh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> By the way, is uh, is double or nothing on a Saturday or a Sunday? Oh, it's a Sunday. Oh, dude, it's going to be great because I have to go to work on that Monday. <laughs> so I'm going to be pounding energy drinks like a motherfucker. It's going to be a great ride back. I hope you're ready to almost die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it can't be as bad as the time we were coming back from CEO and you had to stop in a Taco Bell parking lot for like a solid 20 minutes just to be like, to fall asleep. Yeah, <laughs> that was 
That was rough. That oh was God! Rough. By the way, if you end up, uh, by the way, if you end up with the, uh, if it doesn't cost that much more, depending on the size of the pod, to get four tickets, uh, let me know. I will pay the difference for my uh, my girlfriend to go. I think it, I think four maybe. You know what? They seem to be interested in this bullshittery, as evidenced by the fact that you have a live studio audience, Dylan. So I will do the four for the pod. Um, also, Dylan, the same fucking thing happened to me on the way back from our Orlando trip where we met you. Oh, so yeah. I get it. Uh, all right. Uh, until next time, though, where could people find you on the Internet? Um, barring any other tangents, you can find me at Blake A. Tanner on the Twitter. You can find me at the Darkroom Vidya on YouTube, as well as the Future Best Friends channel on YouTube. Uh, you can find me at the Dylan. I don't post anything, so it's going to be a real, real sad follow for you. Did you get but the Dylan? If you want to, maybe one day I'll start to get involved in Twitter. Who knows? Uh, I'm I'm graduating soon. Maybe I'll start to explore that route in life. Yeah, um, I doubt it. But, but also, you know, if you want to just give me random follows so I show up on more people's uh, radar, go for it. You know, I'll appreciate it. Also, you get that great shot of us with Matt Mania and Dylan <laughs> with uh, Masa. Yeah, fat-ass Masa. Yeah. Which is a sad photo because I've lost, like, 10 pounds since then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you can find me on Twitter at ScottyMo. That's S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. And you can check out all my other shows from fun fiction to a load of BS to this Monday. You can find me on The Weird, my actual play TTRPG podcast. It's like Twin Peaks, but better, and X-Files, but worse. And you can find that at Join the Weird on Twitter. By the way, when are we going to... Are we ever getting back to that uh, that RPG we started playing like three years ago? Oh, God, I forgot about that. We should do that for the next D&D Simber. We, well, I, just in general. Because, like, I got, I've got so much time... After this Sunday, and I'm finally done with grad school, and I'd love so much to spend more time with you guys. Yeah, we can do that. Um, just drunkenly doing things because I have liquor. I would time. I wouldn't mind getting back in the DM chair here for yeah, a little bit. exactly. You'd have to resend me uh, my stuff because I deleted it out of my uh google docs because mine got overfilled, so I just deleted literally fucking everything. So if anything has gone from yours, it's because I deleted it. You can blame me, <laughs> but I had to delete like 10 gigs worth of shit. We might just redo the whole thing, which is fine. That's, so yeah. That's fine. I'll make a new character. I've played D&D since then. You have no idea the shit I've come up with. I've Good. been drunk since then. <laughs> I love that. And special thanks to Megaran for our theme song, Fighters. Go. Oh, wait, we've is given Megaran going to this... You should tweet at Megaran. See if he's going to this Double or Nothing. Oh, we but should meet up. he will be there, and we will definitely hang out with Megaran. So yeah. you should let him know. Um, uh, there's a brewery there. I fucking forget the brewery in Jacksonville. Fuck. It's okay. We'll but figure this like, out. Yeah, yeah, but there's one there. They have one downtown. Okay. We should all meet up there together. Drink. Tell them I'll bring some. Uh, I'll bring some cigars for me. They're Sosa or Tampa. We can all smoke out, drink together, him and his whole crew of Matt Mania. I miss those guys. Hell they yeah. were really cool. I just remember that his one friend really liked the idea of the upper dicker. 
I think that was Teak. Teak fucking loved the Teak, Teak fucking loved the idea. Teak popped so goddamn hard. I was like, so you ripcord into an upper low blow. And he was like, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard of. And just so there's oh. no more tangents, and as always, you can find us at aloadofpurebs.com. Step up to the merch table at first.aloadofpurebs.com. Find us on Facebook, donate to the Patreon, subscribe on YouTube, and remember to follow us on Twitter at Fight Boy Show Chuck Taylor, you motherfucker, because when you're a fight boy, you're a fight boy for life!